Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America-wide? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 134 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Just got some news in out of Calgary. Uh, Oilers General Manager Ken Holland, uh, Reed Wilkins has tweeted out, says that uh, RNH won't play tomorrow. Hopes he can return next Saturday against the Winnipeg Jets. Mark Spector just on before saying, hey, is there a possibility Edmonton plays Vancouver on Friday before they play Winnipeg on Saturday? I guess we will wait and see. It is currently 134 in Edmonton. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 years. All April, enjoy a free 2-liter Coke product with the purchase of any two large pizzas, like the Mediterranean chicken or the Texan. That would be my recommendations. Order online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store. We welcome back to the show uh, from NHL Hockey and Rogers and the Oilers Radio Network. He's got the call of tomorrow night's game between the Oilers and the Flames with me, Jack Michaels. Hi, Jack. How you doing? Now, how could there be anyone in this city that doesn't know that you would recommend the Mediterranean chicken? I mean, isn't that kind of accepted by now? Yeah, it's only it's only been let's see. Uh, they Royal Pizza started advertising on my Golden Bears broadcast, Jack, uh, back in 1998. So for the Bob right, Stoffer, so the day after that. Yeah, so for the last 23 years, it's it's <laughs> been it's been hard on the uh, Mediterranean chicken. Hey, uh, now did you end up? Uh, did you and Emily end up watching the Crown at all? Did you watch that? I have not watched the Crown. My wife did. Devoured it. Yeah, finished I, it in no time. Yeah, yeah, I, I watched that with uh, Kathy and Tori. Loved it. Uh, thought that the actors were terrific, uh, very compelling. Uh, Have Prince you Phil- seen the chess one? That's the one you need to watch. The chess one? Yeah, there's one about chess. Oh, what is it called? It is such a good show. Oh, well, somebody will, somebody will text us on the Ashley Fine Flores text yeah, line. Yeah, the, the chess one is fantastic. Uh, Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit, you guys. The the Queen's Gambit. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. You like that one? You'll be all over that, Bob. Now, now, did you, uh, I know I sent you and uh, Louie and Cam Moon a text on Sunday last week about the serpent. Did you get started on that yet? 
I did. I did. It's off to a good start. The problem the problem I have, Bob, is, you know, I get watching these series and my wife, you know, ends up just corking off. So then I get the guilt of, well, what do I do now? Do I finish watching the show and then pretend I didn't watch the show, but then you've got to suffer through the show you've already seen. So it's a whole, you know, <laughs> twisted mass of, you know, things not lining up sleep-wise. All right. Well, there you go. Uh, uh, well, three more sleeps until the NHL trade deadline. We've had John Shannon, Elliot Freeman, and uh, Mark Spector all on the show. Did you read anything today into Kyle Turris being uh, placed on waivers and maybe the potential of the Oilers possibly creating a little bit more cap flexibility? Not really, to be honest with you. I, uh, you know the rules better than I do, but... I believe, you know, you know, I believe it's it's basically a, you know, I mean, obviously, if he was claimed, but I mean, the Oilers, you know, LTIR wise, I, I think Ken Holland's been very candid, and and yes. the rules that I do follow closely enough, it it just seems to be at the end of the day, mostly a dollar in, dollar out scenario. So obviously, if someone claimed tourists, then you'd have. You know, that money, but even that is not a lot of money. I mean, people forget, you know, people want to get all over Ken Holland or, or all over Kyle Turris for, but it's not like he was signed for four million per. I mean, you know, yes, he's been slow to come around in terms of the production one might have expected, but that was a pretty low risk deal that was handed out to Kyle Turris. And as a result, even if he was claimed, it's not like all of a sudden you're swimming in cap room. Yeah, absolutely. One guy that was signed to a low-risk deal, uh, you tweeted out, I don't know if it was last night or this morning when I saw it, Mike Smith, 14-3-2, a 2.34 goals against average, a 9.22 save percentage. Jack, when the Oilers were 9-8, and the team's save percentage was 8.95, okay? They were 23rd in the NHL at that time. Edmonton is now currently 10th in the league with a 9.10 save percentage. Has, uh, has Mike Smith become this year's MVP of the Edmonton Oilers, in your opinion? Well, I think there's an argument that can be made, similar to the argument that could have been made in 2017, uh, perhaps a stronger one this year, as far as, look, Connor McDavid's the league's most valuable player. He's the best player in the league. There isn't anyone in the league that I would ever trade for Connor McDavid. There probably isn't any two players in the league that I would trade for Connor McDavid. But Mike Smith has an argument as team MVP, and here's, well, you you talked about it. The Oilers are hovering around 500 at the time he arrived. Miko Koskinen forced to play basically every night, you know, sitting around an 880 save percentage. Since Mike Smith has come back, not only has he played to a 922, he's actually been slightly outdone if you only look at save percentage by Miko Koskinen's 925. But as you know, Bob, it's more than that with Mike Smith. It's more than that residual effect. Okay, fine. Just only give him credit and be and be willing to stretch his credit for some of Koskinen's rise in performance. But I think it goes beyond the confidence of the goaltending. I think it goes beyond the confidence of the team. I feel the confidence of the team is higher with Mike Smith in the dressing room, and especially when he's playing well, as opposed to not being in the dressing room and not being there. 
And again, we're not there this year, but we were last year. And Mike Smith is a presence. He is, first of all, he's a physical presence. He's a big guy. He's an athletic guy. He's a tough guy. He has a certain swagger when he enters that room, the same kind of swagger when the cool kid shows up in high school and all of a sudden your party is a hell of a lot better than it was than before he got there. This is what I'm talking about with with Mike Smith. I think he emboldens the team in a wide variety of ways. And this year, what he's added is he has added performances like last night, where when the team, quite frankly, gets outplayed for much of that hockey game, he then steals one for them. And we haven't really said that a goaltender has stolen games for the Oilers on a consistent basis since Talbot sprinkled in some steals back in 2017. The goaltending was good last year, but it was good in spots. It's been really good all the time since Mike Smith returned from injury. Yeah, and it's been a, a huge game changer for the Edmonton Oilers. Are you concerned, Jack, at all? The Oilers had a stretch where they had some good shot metrics for about 20 games. Uh, the last 10 games, and hey, I, I'm, I'm, now I'm having to think off the top of my head, which is I think Edmonton's 7-1-2 and two in their last 10 games. Correct. But, You're right. But, they, but they've lost the shot charts. Like they, They've lost the shot metrics, but the power play's gone up and the penalty killing's gone up, and they've gotten the stops. Are you concerned at all that this trend might balance itself out a bit here? Because usually when you're getting outshot 5-on-5 five five in time, that tends to result in uh, in in less than perfect uh, records. Well, only if the trend continues for another thirty games. I mean, look, I I feel like the top four has been decided for a couple of weeks. I mean, I'm sorry, I, that's the way I feel. I, I know Calgary still has five head to head with Montreal. If they were able to somehow get through Edmonton and Toronto unscathed, and then take the Canadians to the woodshed, sure, there's a race. But ultimately, I don't think it it matters that much how Edmonton is playing right now. It matters how the Oilers are playing in mid to late May. That's what matters for this club. Because you know what? They were playing great. Mid-February of 2020, I thought the Oilers you know, were, were rising to the point where they were legitimately entering a top six or seven conversation in the National Hockey League. But you know what? Even before the pause, they started to level off a little bit. That's what people kind of forget. They, they started to level off. It's about peaking at the right time. So quite frankly, with 15 games left in the season, and Zach Cassian said this you know, yesterday, it, we're not quite in playoff mode right now. This, this doesn't feel like a you know, playoff mode, nor should it. Uh, this team is older, more experienced, has had a taste of playoff competition, and has had an even greater taste of not only playoff but regular season disappointment. I don't quite frankly care what the shot metrics are in early April when it's going to be mid to late May and early June that this team is going to be judged on. All right, total curveball at you, but I'm going to factor in a little bit of baseball. Are there some disturbing similarities between Mike Trout and Connor McDavid? I mean, would we agree that Mike Trout is amongst – is he the best player in baseball right now, Jack? Yeah, I mean, I think he's been in the the best player in baseball for five or six years. I, I guess 
what you're alluding to the fact is is you know Mike Trout's career being wasted on a mediocre team. I, I imagine you get that question, you know, on your show a little bit. Yes. Okay. Well, I'll answer it this way. Connor McDavid's first fully healthy season, the Oilers went to the second round of the playoffs, lost Game Seven. Then there were a couple of backward steps where you know the team made a couple of trades perhaps too early uh, with respect to the Jordan Eberle deal. They, they jumped the gun trying to get ahead of a looming salary cap situation and, and might have weakened their team. You know, they kind of went down the rabbit hole with that Everly trade, and, and each subsequent transaction seemed to dig them in further. So there were two disappointments right after that. Last year was a playoff season as far as I'm concerned. Now, you could rightfully make the argument that, okay, Jack, well, if they lost to Chicago in a play-in series, they probably would have lost to – you know, name a team in the first round of the postseason. Okay, fine, I'll grant you that. But it still would have been a playoff appearance. And and now you're basically talking about four years, uh, two years playoff losses, and two years, you know, out of the playoffs. I, I still think we're kind of early because this yeah. is going to be a playoff year as well. So we're still – Mike Trout's older, you know, quite frankly, than 24. I mean, he's, I, you he's know, 29. He's 29. He's five right. years older. So yeah. if if you and I are having this conversation in 2026 and the Oilers go out in the first round this year and then don't make the playoffs for the next four years, then that comparison is valid. Right now, I don't even think it's in the same stratosphere. Yeah, I, I totally 100 percent agree with you, which often makes for really bad radio. Are the Calgary Flames done, Jack? I, I know you threw a scenario out there, but are they done? I think I think they're done. I, you know, I I I think they're clinging to that five game head to head against Montreal. But the Canadians also have four games in hand, and Calgary still, as you know, uh, talked briefly to Mark Giordano this morning. Calgary's still going to have to win what eight of the other eleven. I mean, you know, so you're talking about, okay, a team that's lost eight of nine is going to go 13 and three in your next 16, including five straight wins head to head over Montreal. And the Canadians are not going to cash in any of their four games in hand. They're done. There you have it. Will Gonzaga ever win a national basketball championship? <laughs> now that's a curveball. I suppose if you keep knocking on the door, you know, people forget Duke was knocking on the door for years. Uh, that That's where we want to get to. I mean, that, it actually led me into a bit of a hockey point. Where you and I want to be talking about the Oilers in 2026. Of course, I know you're hoping I'll be thousands of miles away, but you're stuck with me forever. Sorry, get used to it. You might be done with me when you're maybe 85, but in any event. Because you know I'm, I'm going to be doing the color and hosting the show until I'm 85. You know that, right? I, I, say, I know you're going to be doing that. Because trust me, I know there's something in that rock star that is preserving you. But in any event, where we want to be in 2026, and what Edmonton really wants to do, all except for not winning the Stanley Cup, is they want to be a San Jose. They want to keep giving themselves chances. You know, Ken Holland, you know, won a, a handful of Stanley Cups, but he 
also had 14 or 15 other chances where he didn't win. And that's yep. what you've got to keep doing. You've got to keep going back to the postseason. You've got to keep putting yourself in position to get into position. The Oilers are in position right now. They're heading to the postseason. And that's why I'm not too worried about shot metrics or anything else that's going on right now. If they're getting outplayed five-on-five in mid-May, then it's time to worry. Jack, great stuff. We'll uh, see you tomorrow night. Always a pleasure, Bob. Looking forward to it. All right, that is Jack Michaels from uh, NHL Hockey on Rogers and, of course, part of the Oilers Radio Network. He and Cam Moon, uh, the Oilers 2 radio play-by-play voices this season. We'll go to a text from Oilers GM. He says, Bob, not only are the Flames done this season, they're done until they do a full rebuild because there's no way they win anything with that team and their so-called core players. So I would say they're done for another five years from Oilers GM. Uh, I would respectfully disagree. Things can turn around much quicker than that for organizations. We've seen it happen before. Uh, 148, we'll head off to a quick timeout, uh, close up with this day in Oilers history. It was another memorable one for number 99. We could literally do this every playoff day in April and May because that's how good the guy was. This is Oilers now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chet. Well, you know what? i got to get to a text that's coming here on our Ashley Fine Flores text line. The Don. We haven't heard from the Don for a while. He says, Bob, the Royal Pizza's uh, best pizza is the Texan. Real men don't eat chicken, says the Don. Just saying. Out with Pogliarvi, in with Cassian, get tougher or go golfing. The Don is always listening. Well, thank you, Don, for uh, listening to the show. Uh, much appreciated. And again, you can text us at any time at 780-496-0063. Cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. That's been the uh, slogan for a long time. And you know what else uh, rocks and rolls out in Wetaskiwin? Outstanding customer service. Zakita Business and Brent Rich Ford has it. Ten-time President's Award winner for customer satisfaction. They win it because they treat you fairly when you purchase a vehicle. They offer fair prices on warranties, insurance coverage, and financing fees. So let Uncle Milt, Rich Johnny, and the gang at Brent Ridge Ford in Wetaskiwin lend a hand. You can reach them at 1-877-477-3673 or visit BrentRidge.com. As we head off to this day in Oilers history, it is brought to you daily on Oilers Now by Dennis and Jason Laliberti and the team at New West Travel. And here is Brendan Escott. 1987, Wayne Gretzky scored a goal and adds not four, not five, but six assists in a 13-3 win over the Los Angeles Kings, passing Habs legend Joan Beliveau as his 176 for the most playoff points in NHL history. Gretzky finished the game with 183. He finished his career with 382 total playoff points. Yes, you know how many more that's uh, than Mark Messier, who's second all-time, Brendan, off the top of your head? Nope, I'm not sure. 87. Messier's at 295. Gretzky's 87 points ahead of any other player in NHL playoff scoring history. Coming up today at... uh, 205 after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. As you've heard during the course of the day with the newscast, Prince Philip has passed away at the age of 99. 73 years of marriage. Keith uh, Roy uh, with the Monarchist League of Canada will join Jalen Nye to discuss uh, Prince Philip's life and legacy after the uh, 2 o'clock news. And again, after watching The Crown, pretty uh, interesting guy. Not everybody's cup of tea, shall we say. 
Anyhow, bottom line, uh, I found it really uh, an interesting show to watch. Hey, we got lots coming up. Reed Wilkins, by the way, will have inside sports. He'll have several clips today from... Edmonton Oilers general manager Ken Holland's availability, which is just wrapping up right now. Kelly Rudy and uh, golfer Richard Zokel to talk about the Masters. Tomorrow, from the Scotiabank Saddle Dome, 6.30 face-off show, 8 p.m. puck drop with uh, Jack Michaels, myself, Rob Brown, Reed Wilkins, the Oilers Radio Network. Up next, a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell, and then once again, the 6.30 chat afternoons with Jayla and I. Have a terrific weekend, everybody. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.